Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a horror role-playing game based upon the fantastical fiction of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are Brian. My name's Rigby. Gabe. Uh, hey, I'm Eugene. And Matt. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Robin. Tonight we are celebrating Lovecraftmas by playing a one-shot scenario brought to you by our supporters at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Special thanks go out to Grave Jones, A.E. Jonesy, Alexandra Krizoska, Barry Robeson, Bifford, Brittany Davis, Brownie Davis, Chris Parker, Corrine, Daniel Capron, Daniel Hissey, David Winterman, Davinia Vonzerovich, Dom Driver, D.W., Elizabeth Grieve, Eric Phillips, Eric Setterberg, Eric Zane, Frank Delventhal, Jeff Berry, Jordy Rose, Gregory Schmucker, Holden Omans, Hoser underscore 21, Jefferson Bell, Jeffrey Young, Jeremy Griffith, John Imray, John May, Lobster Johnson, Madeline Turnipseed, Malamba 57, Manda McCalla, Marty Dixon, Mitch L., Nicholas Hutto, Olda Polkert, Quizzic, Ravens of the Attic, Rolling Boxcars, Sean, Shasuro Ajo, Snecromancer, Snow, Wooder Vermeyan, and of course, our good buddy Zachary Harley. So thank you guys for uh, supporting this podcast, and uh, we really appreciate it. We've had a really great year with you guys, and we continue uh, producing this extra special stuff just for you. All right. Now, dear investigators, we begin your investigation It is late December in Arkham. Although it has snowed lightly on and off since Christmas, nothing sticks to the ground for more than a few hours. That means no snowball fights, no snow forts, and no snowmen, which equals boredom for three teenagers on break from school. These friends call themselves the Tree P.I.s, mostly because they spend much of their free time in the treehouse they built years ago on the edge of town, but also because they like to solve local mysteries like why are pets suddenly missing in the neighborhood, or what caused all those fires in the warehouses down by the wharf. Players, why don't you introduce your character for the scenario and tell us a little bit about your personality, background, and motivations. Matt, let's start with you. Hey guys, I'm I'm Robin. I'm kind of the quiet one around the Arroyo family. Uh, I used to be like really into comics and superheroes and stuff, and I am. I, I still am. I promise. But um, ever since one of my younger brothers went missing, I kind of started doing my own digging, and I think I found some stuff that I'm not supposed to. You know, it really seems like there's some some stuff out there that people don't want you to know. And now I'm all about figuring out what I'm not supposed to know. All right, Gabe. Hey, I'm Eugene. I'm the oldest one, and uh, I really just want to find my dad. He walked out on us when I was real young, and I don't even remember because, like, dumb event, who remembers that kind of thing anyway? I need to find him because he owes me some money. I've been looking for him, and I figure if we're doing, if I'm already trying to solve that one mystery, I might as well try and solve some other mysteries. So I met up with these, you know, these other kids from the neighborhood. I think they're brothers. I don't really remember. It doesn't really matter. So I'm just trying to have a good time and solve some crime and maybe get some money along the way. And Brian? I'm Rigby. I'm, I'm the best of royal. I got my parents fooled. They think I'm this good kid. A little slow. But little do they know, I get what I want. Whenever I want. 
Robin and Rigby Arroyo arrive at the treehouse at the same time where Eugene Oregon Jr. is waiting for them. The other two notice Eugene seems unusually excited, especially considering he's been in a funk since he found four pairs of socks in his Christmas stocking this year. Uh, hey, man, you going to drop down that ladder or are we going we gonna to have to climb up? I don't climb up. He's dropped down the ladder. What's the password? When, when do we have a password? I made it up. What is it? Password? No. It has to do with how great I am. I'm stumped. You got anything? Drop the ladder. Okay. And I'll drop the ladder. Well, I'm climbing up the ladder. No, I'm going first. Okay. I'm going to get on the ladder and climb up. I'm going to follow him up. As they come into the doorway, I'll quickly pull my pants up and throw a magazine out the window. I, what? Were you looking at Motor Trend again? Maybe it was Reader's Digest. You don't need to know. Oh, it's better than last week when we found you with highlights for kids. All right, what do you two want? I don't know, man. You're the one who called us here. Oh, yeah. I forgot. And I'll pull out my notebook for reference, because I forgot what I wanted to call them for. I didn't know you could read. Did you see that the Celtics won last night? That was pretty good. They always win. There hasn't been a whole lot of sports center on since the incident. I don't know what you're talking about, but... All right, here's what it was. All right, all right. so last night, uh, they found this this dude, and he was like some big, big shot... I got his name here. Mitch Ross, this big shot blogger, you know? And, uh... He died. Uh, he was, like, frozen outside of the mall. He wrote a lot about death and stuff and dying and how malls are dying. Not, like, human death. That'd be weird. That's my. That's more my writing style. But it was more about, like, how malls suck now because not all of them have Mammoth videos anymore. I was always more of a family video kind of person, but, yeah, Mammoth was good, too. Yeah, sick. Blockbuster. Always holds a special place. Black what? Hashtag sponsor us, Black but Oh. They found him. He was all naked and, and, and boozed up, you know. I mean, to me, it sounded like a normal night, but it sounds like we got to... sounds like this is a job for our, our little team here. Are they sure it just wasn't one of his really shitty social experiments? Doesn't he do that kind of thing? Dude, he was frozen solid on a... On, you see any snow or frozen... I mean, Frozen 2 is in theaters, so maybe it's a publicity stunt for Disney. Don't date this episode, dude. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us, Disney. Disney minus. So he's writing about death, and he's frozen. No, like dying malls. Like he's writing about malls. What does that have to do with us? You guys are always talking about how uh, you all want to, like, investigate stuff. Break into the mall? Yeah, I talk about that. Steal a copy of Lost in Translation. <laughs> To be careful, though, I heard they have these weird security robots that patrol the mall at night. All right, well, we should check it out. So the mall where he was found is called the Diamond Arcade Mall. And this is a mall that was built back in the 70s. Of course, as most malls in the Northeast, they had like Montgomery Ward and Woolworths as its anchor outlets. It prospered because we all went there. But in the uh, 90s, of course, the retail climate changed and these sort of anchor department stores started to wither and die off. Damn millennials killing all the malls. By the early 2000s, those were both out of business. Other smaller retailers who were moved in that into that mall you know, slowly just dried up and, and went off to other things or just went 
completely bust. The Diamond Arcade Mall is basically just, let's say, I don't know, a bike right away. You guys know it because it's sort of like uh, just a really crappy mall where there's like two stores left in it. That's it. The whole thing is like creepy. You've been there a couple times and it's just closed storefronts, walls and everything in disrepair. Of course, your parents have told you that, you know, this is where the undesirable element hangs out. You don't have any interest in going there anyways. You know that there's like some bully skater kids who kind of hang out there occasionally. So that's that's what you know of the mall. If you remember correctly, the two stores that were left open are Toby Tim's Treasures, which is like a, a kind of like a junk store. But they, they have a couple other outlets in the state. And uh, Mitchell Porthouse, which is a uh, sort of low-end department store. That's what you know of the mall. There's a couple things that you could be doing to research the person who died. You could research the place he died. And then you could also visit the place he died and visit the mall. I want to go to the public library so I can do some more digging on this guy. Are Arroyos even allowed in the library, man? I don't think so. I didn't say I was using the front door. I could distract him at the front while you sneak in. There we go. Good job. I'm good at that. I can look at pictures. I'll point you to the children's section once we get in there. Don't worry. We know you can look at pictures. To research the guy himself, he was a blogger, so that's more of a computer use. If you wanted to research them all, that'd be more of a library use. Pull out your flip phone and see what we can find. Text Ask Jeeves. What year is it? Arkham, Massachusetts is in dystopian 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get out my Motorola Razor. I got my phone. It's a real phone, like a smartphone, because it's the current year. How smart is it? It's smart enough. Ask it to do all our research for us. Okay, Bing. Sponsor us, Bing. And I'll pull out my phone. What's it say? I haven't started it yet. I thought you said it was smart. It's smarter than you. <laughs> what? I'll boot it up and I'll pull up his blogs. Uh, well, you kind of get the impression, uh, you know a little bit about Mitch Ross anyways, but just what you've heard from other people, sort of keeping your, particularly the news reports that you've heard overnight, gave you a little bit of background, that Ross lived alone, several miles away, just outside of town, so his house is also within a bike ride. He used to work in retail, but was laid off four years ago. He lives off disability checks and cash under the table odd jobs. And his mall's blog is his only social outlet and he's been writing it for about five years. His blog, as you pull it up on the phone towards the top, an entry about the history of Diamond Arcade Mall, including uh, several links to potential YouTube videos. What's YouTube? You don't need to know about that. And I'll click on the YouTube videos and shield them from it. Dirty stuff. So you click on the first link, and it takes you to YouTube where it says, this video is no longer available. Well, what about the second link? Same, for some reason. Check on Reddit. I don't know what that is. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a D100, please? I got a 73. You're not quite sure? It's uh, kind of weird that these links are not working. I'm going to take the phone from him and see if I can't figure out what happened to the videos. All right, go ahead and roll me a D100 there, Robin. I rolled a 31. Yeah, you quickly look at it, and it's, it's obvious that uh, these videos were taken down. The videos themselves were subject to community guidelines violations issues on the grounds of privacy and hateful content. They violated a private? I don't think you can do that. I'm pretty sure that's all you can do. Well, that's why you don't need phones. You just yell at the person you're trying to get in touch with. I feel like your dad's done a lot of damage to you guys. You don't know the half of it, man. 
They don't even know who I am anymore. Let's go break into his house. My dad's? No, well, I mean, your dad got some nice stuff there, man? No. No, we gotta go break into Mitch's, our favorite NPC name, Mitch's house, because we got his address here. Who's Mitch? Mitch Ross. The dead guy. Oh, Mr. Ross, yeah. Yeah, the guy that wrote about death. Let's go. All right, so you hop on your bikes. Uh, what kind of bikes you got? I have the hand-me-down banana seat girls' bike from 1976, the Schwinn Star. I have a tricycle. I have a big wheel. <laughs> All right, so then uh, several days later, you arrive at the house that's only a couple <laughs> miles away. I have the really old tricycle that has the really big front wheel and the two tiny back wheels. <laughs> and uh, his house is just a, a very small, two-story, pretty nondescript kind of set off way uh he's got a little patch of property so his neighbors aren't super close looks like he has a garden that was being tended but he sort of left it to go fallow over the winter didn't cover it up or anything hey junior when did he die i don't remember you know it was just what like last night man what so he's lazy should i break in now yeah you do it i don't want to get caught i'm just gonna walk up to the front door and try the door handle it opens I did it! At least break the hinges to make it look like we broke in. So the inside is uh, dark and a little bit stuffy. It just sort of smells like flop sweat. No indication of any kind of pet. It's clearly a bachelor house. This guy doesn't pick up after himself. There's some dirty dishes in the uh, sink and a couple cardboard pizza boxes lying around. On the ground floor, you can see there's a kitchen. There's a living room. Presumably, the bedroom is upstairs. There is no basement to speak of. All right, guys, what are we going to find in here? Hopefully food. I'm going to go try and turn on the lights so we can see a little better. I'm going to try to find the kitchen first. Kitchen's right there off of the entryway. Um, Like I said, there's pizza boxes, dirty dishes. The lights come on readily. I'm going to open up the fridge. There's very little fresh produce or anything like that in there. There's a lot of leftovers, takeout boxes, Chinese food, that sort of thing. I'm going to open up a Chinese food and smell it real quick. It looks like it's probably a couple days past due. It tastes a little bit. It tastes kind of rancid. Can't even tell what it was. Guys, he's got Grey Poupon. I'm taking it. You guys want some? Nah, man. I'm going to steal the VCR. What's a VCR? Is that like a phone? It's exactly like a phone, man. I'm going to shut the fridge and just look around the kitchen. I'm going to head down towards the bedroom. Okay, that's actually upstairs. Okay. I'm going to steal the VCR. (laughs) All right, so you head over to the living room and check out the audio-visual equipment while Robin heads upstairs. Robin, you walk into the bedroom and you see it's dirty sheets on the bed, drool stains on the pillowcases, dirty laundry piled up in one corner, just a little tiny desk that has a... Pretty old computer. It looks like it's probably about seven years old. A uh, nice layer of dust on it. I'm going to sit down at the desk and turn on the computer. Uh, and it is in sleep mode, so it comes right on. He doesn't even use a password to lock it. And uh, you're in his computer. Is urine in his computer? There is now. Uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to open up his email because that's what they do on, on TV. All right, go ahead and give me a computer use roll, please. I needed a 60. I rolled a 35. That's a success. So as soon as uh, it comes on and you double-click the email icon... Right-click, delete system 32. (laughs) Basically, new emails start coming in. A bunch are comments on YouTube videos. It says something about YouTube violation complaint made by Diamond Movie Club. And then a bunch of windows start popping up all over the screen as malware takes over. Enlarge it three times now. Three times, you say? Whoa. <laughs> That's like four inches. I'm going to try and get ahead of the malware and see if I can't just close all the pop-ups. As soon as you click one, five more open. 
I doubt he has any kind of antivirus malware anything on his computer. You've got malware. Oh. Eugene. Uh, you take a look at the uh, VCR, and it is a VCR. It's uh, in really bad shape. It looks like he has a bunch of pirated TV shows. Like what? Cheers, mostly. It looks like Cheers. Oh, I thought you said he had pirate TV shows. I was excited. Pirate ghost TV shows. The VCR itself has like a, the door is gone and you can see the interior is like got dust inside of it. I'll rip it out and take it. And you hear it as you do, there's like something rattling inside. I'll try and get it out. You can't see anything moving around in there, but you can definitely hear like it's probably a loose screw inside or a diode that came loose. I'll start a pile. Rigby, anything you want to do except for dink around in the kitchen? I'm going to look in the cupboards. Half-eaten box of cereal. It looks like he even likes Count Chocula, so I mean, he's, he's probably the worst human being on the planet. No booberry. Some canned beans, that sort of thing. Nothing much going on. Come up with anything, Robin? I'm going to reboot the computer because the first rule of tech anything is turning it off and on again. Okay, you try that and it does not help. Grab it and take it with me and maybe I'll be able to fix it sometime later. Hey, Eugene, you want a PC? <laughs> Yeah, and I'll rip the PC out. Reboot into safe mode. And I'll throw it on the pile. Uh, Rigby notices a cop car pull up in the driveway. The cops is here! Shit, we gotta get going. I'm running towards the back door. I'm gonna open the back door and just bolt straight through the backyard. And I'm gonna grab the PC tower and the uh, VCR and run after him. Give me a dex roll. Oh, 70. I I got a 14. That's an extreme. No problem. You have a PC under one arm and uh, and the uh, VCR on the other. With a cord dangling. (laughs) I'm just gonna run after both of them. All right, you guys have exited the house. Junior, did you get the remote? Gonna go a bit of a way into the woods, and then I'm gonna kind of stop to catch my breath and duck behind a tree and look back to make sure the cops aren't trying to follow us into the woods. I look down and I go, don't pick a different tree. This is my tree. I'm already up the tree. I'm gonna find some leaves and cover up the PC and VCR so I can come back later. Uh, you can't get a good view of the front of the house from where you're at in the woods because you're out back, so you're not quite sure what the cop is doing. I don't think he's coming after us. That's something a cop would say. You have to tell us, are you a cop? Oh, you got me. I'm a cop. And you have to ignore anything illegal you saw us doing. I'm going to jump from the tree I'm in to the next tree, like a spider monkey, to see if I can get a better look at the front yard. Because I'm up, up a little bit higher? Uh, not really, no. Because you guys are thinking about it. You're far back into the woods, up, and you're trying to see it in, in front of a two-story house. No. Can I build a bomb to distract them? If you roll me a one. Uh, can I spend the luck? <laughs> I'm just going to keep heading backwards in the uh, back of the woods. Just keep going. Guys, we left our bikes up there. Yeah, they don't know whose bikes those are. Yeah, but they're going to take our bikes. Uh, That wasn't my bike, it was Raymond's bike. But my bike's a classic. Isn't that Rhonda's bike? Shut up, it's a classic. They're not going to do nothing with the bikes. We'll come back later. You don't know that. No, they're just going to think they were abandoned. They Cops don't do nothing. That's what my that's what my dad said before he left and never came back. Well, maybe that's why he left, because they know they'll never do nothing. We'll come back later. Don't worry. My dad leaves all the time. Your dad doesn't love you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I still want to go to the public library and do some more looking into this mall situation. I'm going to try to circle around and see if I can see what's going on, because I want my bike back. I'll go with him so I can distract the librarian worse than cops. But they're like book cops. New on AMC. Is that why cops say book them? Bad Dewey Decimal System. Bad Dewey Decimal System. That rolls off the tongue. So, uh, yeah, you show up to the local library, and what do you you want to research? So I'll, I'll roll up to the front desk. Hey... 
How's it going? Good. Aren't you that Eugene Oregon Jr.? Did you need a uh, library card? You'll have to fill out the paperwork. I, I'm going to need some help reading it because me and Eugene's brother, he made it so hard for me to get any help. So I'm trying to learn how to read right now. I've heard about your family. Yes, I, I can help you out with that. No problem. And he bends down and sort of comes around and puts his arm around you and helps you using his finger to you know follow the line for you and reads it out loud to you. And while they're doing that, I'm going to slowly tiptoe in and go around them. Head on over to the, the computer that has, you know, the access to the, the filing systems. And I'm going to see if I can't find any, like, old newspaper articles or anything useful on the Diamond Arcade Mall. All right. I'm going to need you to make a library use and make it a good one. How's that? I needed a 70. I rolled a four. That is an extreme library success. So you're, you're looking uh, through the computer system and you do notice that the main file has a lot of the history. It also points towards a certain survey map that is downstairs. But we'll give you the history part first. So the Diamond Arcade Mall is owned by a Texas-based property group, which apparently has, according to a lot of newspaper reports, which may or may not be biased, this group has very little interest in developing land or saving the mall. It would sell it if it could, but there are no buyers. So they've sort of let it go. Makes sense. For whatever reason, the mall itself has had a string of like bad luck, disinterest, and neglect, but there's no sort of indication of any wrongdoing or anything weird going on at the mall. It just seems like strange things happen there, you know, like some faulty construction, a fire broke out in one of the storefronts, just some odd things over the years. The survey map that is... Uh, reference to downstairs sort of piques your interest because it says that the Diamond Arcade Mall was built on the old site of the old Shapley Farm. And the old Shapley Farm was built on top of an Indian burial ground. You've heard of like the Shapleys, but it's almost like this uh, local regional like spooky tale, but you've never really paid any attention. You don't really have any details. So I'm going to kind of follow up on the the tip from the, the that I saw about the plan, and I'm going to look up the, the old Shapley farm and see just what that was about. You managed to dig deeper and find some, some articles. The Tale of the Great Blizzard of 1888. During this great white hurricane, 15 people died, and most of them at the Shapley farm. And, of course, this spawned several ghost stories, the best known of which is the Flint Exorcism. According to this story, a cunning man named Jacob Flint exorcised the ghosts of Shapley Farm in a mighty all-night struggle. Can I take note of where in the base or where downstairs that plan is and then i want to go and try and find yeah it's it's uh it gives you a reference number you can find it very easily make sure i know that reference number and i'm gonna go find that plan so you head downstairs while uh, eugene finishes distracting the librarian i believe you mean mujin yorigan Rigby. Uh, so you, you move around and you can see that looks like the cop is putting police tape over the door. Ah. He doesn't seem to notice anything, not even your bike. So he gets back in his car and drives away. Nice. And I'm going to grab my bike. And I'm, I'm first, before I do that, I'm going to grab the other two bikes and just put them off to the side. If there's a bush or on the side of the house, whatever's I think will hide them so nobody will take them. On your bike, you could probably pick up the other two because, you know, it's a big wheel on a tricycle. I am so damn proud of myself. I'm going to ride that bike all the way to the treehouse and hide the their bikes back behind the tree. So it looks like I didn't bring this. Nice. And as you do so, behind the tree, you find a stack of magazines. Oh! <gasps> Highlights for kids. Cigar aficionado. Road and track. 
So, Robin, you find the uh, survey map, and clearly it's the same patch of land where the Diamond Mall was eventually erected. Everything matches up. He's at erect. And I'm going to head back upstairs, and I'm going to attempt to sneak back around the old librarian and Eugene, and at the same time, I'm going to pull out a straw and make a spitball and hit him in the back of the neck while I'm on my way out to signal that I'm done. All right, you feel something hit the back of your neck there, uh, Eugene? And I'll give the librarian a wedgie and run. Yoink! So you guys all meet back up at the treehouse? I'm up in the treehouse with the ladder pulled up. Where are my magazines? (laughs) The tree is softly swaying. If this tree's a-rocking, please come knocking. Hey, come on, man. You need to drop the ladder. We have things to talk about. I need five more minutes. Right now. I see that my copy of Boy's Health is missing. If you drop the ladder, I'll give you a nickel. All right, one minute. I will lower the ladder. I'm going to just start climbing the tree. And then I open up the little window and I drop the ladder out. I'm going to start climbing up the ladder. I have the magazine stuffed under the the little shelf unit that he has up there. As you can see, nothing was happening. I just couldn't get the ladder over to the window. I'm going to see if I can't figure out what he was doing while he was up there. And I realized, oh shit, my pants are down. Hey, let's do our handshake. You know, the secret handshake we have. So, what did you boys find out? I learned how to read. That's a lie. The nice man helped me. And I punished him for it. I got a good bit of information on them all. So there's this guy named Shapley who used to own this farm. Oh, the Shapley farm. Yeah, I know that. So a lot of people died there in 1888 because there was some big some big snowstorm blizzard thing. That's just what the news wants you to think. And and apparently people have been saying ever since that it was haunted. And until some dude some dude named Flint came through and said he exercised all the ghosts. He exercised them? Yeah. What, like leg day? I, I think he was doing Pilates. Oh, typical ghosts in the fucking Pilates. You never haunt leg day. Uh, anyway, anyway, the mall. The mall is built on top of that old farm. Well, I think if ghosts are involved, we better call an expert. Slinks! I, I don't think the number in the Ghostbusters movie actually works. Have you tried it? No, but... Hey, pull out your flip phone. I'm, I'll pull out my phone, and I'll dial the number that I have memorized. I'm sorry, the number of you... That's a really weird... Why mix. are they whispering? <laughs> I'm sorry, but... <laughs> so did it work? Was that them? I don't know. It might have been a receptionist. We should try back. Leave a message just in case. Please hang up and try it out. I think ghosts have possessed the Ghostbusters. We better shift this narrative to that. We're going to New York. We gotta save Dan Aykroyd. And Bill Murray. Don't worry, Paul Rudd will do that. Oh, yeah. All right, let me try the number for the RuneScape Ghostbusters. All right, guys, so what are you guys going to go investigate now? I should stay here and watch the treehouse. Oh, you're coming with us. We're going to go check out the mall. It's my turn to watch the treehouse. The cops, I forgot to tell you. When I went and got got my, my bike, they were just putting tape on the front doors. Why we run then? I, I don't I thought they were after you for stealing stuff. I didn't do nothing. But they were just tape they were just putting tape on the front doors. If the cops were after anyone it'd be for you. Some about highly contagious do not cross. I don't know. It must have been the Mabspestuses. So you guys have to go back and get your own bikes cuz I got my bike. I'll ride on your handlebars. Don't worry. Uh no. That's only for Jennifer Stevens to sit there. Nobody else. Pull out a wig. Hi, I'm Jennifer Stevens. I'm riding on your handlebars. That is sacrilege right there. What if I show you a picture of Jennifer Stevens on my phone? What? You don't have Jennifer Stevens' picture on your goddamn phone. I guess we'll never know. I push him. 
Let me see it. I'll shove him back. I push him again. Let me see it. Oh, it's all for me. It's my picture. You're a liar. You're a dirty liar. And I'll pull out my phone and I'll start looking at pictures of Jennifer Stevens in a way that he can only see part of it, but he can't see the full picture. I look in the reflection of his glasses and see, that's your mom. You're sick. While they're fighting, I'm going to sneak down the ladder and go around back to steal his bike before he can get it. Even though I see my bike is there, I'm still going to steal his bike. And I'm going to start riding to the mall. And uh, you guys, after a few moments, knows that uh, Robin's gone. Where, where'd Robin go? He said something about going on a date with Jennifer Stevens and got out of here. I'm going to kick his ass. You help me kick his ass. Let's go. Climb down that ladder. Slide down like a special services. Wah! I quickly run into the back to get my bike. That son of a bitch. And there's his big wheel. I look at his big wheel and I kick the front wheel, breaking the, the fork. And then went, shit, how am I going to ride there now? So I try to fix it with duct tape. And I'll jump on my tricycle and go after him, leaving him behind you get him but you let me do the work once you get there okay and then i'm trying to ride the big wheel (laughs) so all three of you arrive at the mall and it is uh, decrepit overgrown with weeds none of the bushes are trimmed pretty much been left to die and uh, as you recall eugene ross was found outside in the parking lot and it's pretty clear you can see some police tape over towards the west end near a patch of woods uh, around back i'll head over there I'm already there waiting. Here I come. Fa-floop. Fa-floop. It got worse. Over the tape, you can see overgrown weeds and uh, people have been throwing trash back there. So there's like a bunch of garbage piles. Why don't each of you give me a D100? I rolled a two. I rolled a six. I rolled a 75. God damn it, Brian. You ruined it. You guys are all looking at the the patch there. and, And you can see, Eugene, that police have been here. They've stripped everything. They've sort of rummaged through some stuff. Because you are are so well skilled in natural world you notice that there are clear signs that severe cold and frost hit a very particular spot about 15 feet across in one part of that wooded area and there's just a bunch of damage to the trees and shrubs and grass you guesstimate that this was at least three times as cold in that spot as it was anywhere else Severe cold and flu season hit that spot. Oh, man, they should have had some NyQuil. I got some purple drink. What do you guys see? Let's not tell them. Oh, even better, let's let's make something up. I saw naked Jennifer Stevens. <laughs> you did? Where at? It was right over there. Oh, I go running over to that spot. Where is she? Oh, you must have just missed her. Keep running. She's over there. She, she was there. We promise. I, I saw her too. Okay. I keep. I run into the woods right over the dead spot. Welcome to the Jennifer Stevens tapes. You guys, you guys are joshing me and I don't like it. Who's Josh? No, we're talking about Jennifer Stevens. Just joshing you. Then I'll walk up to the tape and start get under it. What are you doing to that tape, you perv? It's hot, dude. Getting under it. He's a power bottom. So I'll go over to where the frost is and feel the air, you know? It it feels fine now. Gonna start searching the taped-off area. So you guys look around, you don't really find much else. Let's go inside, guys. Oh, I hope they still have churros, because I kind of want a churro. I'm not going inside, guys. It's 2019. Or 2020 if you're not a patron. It's current year, Gabe. It's current year. Hey, it's current year. Get with the times. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're going inside the mall, come on. So you walk inside the mall, and just as you suspect, things are looking pretty grim in here. Most of the lighting is defunct, and there are just rows upon rows of closed storefronts that are in various stages of disrepair. Uh, Most of them have that steel grid that comes down. Despite that, it looks like some people, maybe kids, have busted into a couple of these places and took a piss in corners and that sort of thing. Oh, that's great. There are uh, some elderly folks who are power walking through the mall because there's nobody here to bother them and no one to tell them to split. So that's what they're doing. To the far end are both of the stores that are still in existence. You guys remember when Sam Goody was right here and I'd smack that chain that's locked up over the storefront? Those were some good times, boys, getting those uh, those CDs. I wasn't there. I remember there used to be a Circuit City right over there. That was like 15 years ago. (laughs) Right, you weren't even born, you dummy. I wasn't either. I was too. I remember going to that Circuit City. Not like you babies. Oh, look, Toys R Us. There used to be an old video arcade called The Fun Factory, but the first F fell off. Now it's just the Unfactory. Do we know where the uh, Paul Blarts are in this mall? You're pretty well sure that there is no security in this place. Hey, that's where the borders used to be. What the hell is a borders? The borders of what? Is this, wait, is this the Canadian-American border? I jump over. Ha ha! Hey. Hey, we're going to deport you. I'm already here. Ha <laughs> hey. ha! All right, let's leave him. <laughs> Jennifer Stevens only likes Americans. Oh, my God, if you so help me one more time. Jennifer Stevens likes people who can control themselves. Well, if there's no cops, we should start robbing kids. So about 100 yards away, you see an elderly gentleman and two elderly women striding very quickly away from you. I'll sprint. I'm fast. I use my my common sense and realize that they're going down to the end of the mall and they're going to loop back, and I stand where they're going to loop back at. You're dumb. I'm going to sprint after them. I'm going to check the map of the mall and see what stores are still open. All right, so the Arroyos check out the directory, which has a big cracked glass front to it. You can see someone has gone through with like a magic marker, a big black magic marker, and basically just started crossing out all the stores that used to be there. And only two at the far end, basically it goes down and it's a T. So think of a giant cross. At the ends, the anchors to each of the left and right hallways. Uh, One of them is Mitchell Porthouse discount store. Toby Tim's Treasures, which is a junk store. Rigby realizes that the elderly folks are taking a right and disappear from view. Probably heading towards, let's say, Mitchell Porthouse is to the right. Eugene, you're sprinting after him, and uh, you catch up to him just as they round the corner. They turn around scared all of a sudden. Oh, oh, young man, young man, we, we don't have any money. I'm not worried about money yet. I'm worried about information. I don't know. What what can we tell you? I assume you don't have regular lives and your kids don't care about you. That's why you're here all the time. How did you know? Has this ever happened to you or your family? (laughs) It's five o'clock. Do you know where your kids are? We gave them the best years of our lives. Yep. And now here you are, walking, talking to some moron who can't read. Well, what can we help you with, young sir? What do you know about the police tape and stuff in the parking lot? Police tape? What, you don't got eyes? Oh, I guess that makes sense. They look at each other confused. Why? Well, I, I don't I don't know what you mean. Have you been experiencing any cold lately? All the time! It's <laughs> December, for cripes sakes! They've been walking these malls for 40 years. They've been dead for 30 of them. On a scale of 1 to 1,000, how alive are you? 
500. No, 499. No, 498. No, 497. No, 496. <laughs> Three, two, oh. You've been alive on this earth for... 98 years and you don't have any information for me about what the parking lot you listen i guess that makes sense we rode our bikes here we have uh tricycles and we just ride our trikes here and wait hold on what's your name i i'm 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 not eugene i'm definitely not eugene i want to say eugene but i'm not eugene that was spooky but if your name's not eugene then we're fine no that's his name not no he's not you Gene? It's K-N-O-T-Y-O-U, Nacho. Not you, Gene. I'm Nacho Libre. Pleased to meet your acquaintance. How often are y'all here? Every day until they close down. When do they close down? Probably any day now. (laughs) What's a money-making scheme that will always work? Triangles? Pyramids? I don't know. What was the Great Depression like? It was a lot of fun. I sniffed candy wrappers. Hey, three words or less. Maybe I don't. All right. Do you know my dad? No. Who's your dad? Eugene, Oregon. Who are you? Eugene, Oregon. You're your own dad? I'm own it's grandpa. a crazy time that you that you you guys all ruined and made like this. My father, myself, my father, myself. Damn boomers already derailing our podcast. Boomer. The movie. Well, is there anything else we can help you with? Well, if you have no information, you can hand over your purses. Uh, run, Judith. And they book it towards uh, the uh, Mitchellport house store. And I'll body check them. And uh, for whatever reason, they're very nimble and you fall flat on your face. So Rigby and uh, Robin, you guys hear uh, what sounds like a wet slap on concrete echoing down the hall there. Robin, how do we know once we leave the map where we're supposed to go? I'm just going to start walking down towards the two stores that are still open. Should I take the map? (laughs) Yes, take the map. Okay. I try to get into the glass and realize that I can't. I can't take the map. Robin, as you're walking by these uh, storefronts that are closed off, you spot in one. There are a couple junkies shooting up. In the shadows towards the rear of the store. You know, you guys shouldn't do that. It's bad for you. And you hear a grumble and a clatter of needles. Use needles on the ground. Hugs, not drugs. What used to be like a Walden Books. There's mold growing within this old decayed storefront. And it smells like old wet books in there. And then you round the corner and you see uh, Eugene picking himself up and these uh, three elderly folks glancing affrightedly behind them over their shoulders as they go into Mitchell Porthouse. What did you do? I didn't do nothing. What did, they look terrified. What did you do? They're terrified of dying. What do you think? Look, we, we've been over this, man. If we're going to be investigators, we have to not scare off people who might know things. Doesn't your dad do that all the time? Yes, but he has a badge so he can make people talk whether they want to or not. We have fists. We can do the same thing. All right, you have a point. Let's go talk to this Mitch guy who works in this store with Mitch, and it's like the eighth Mitch that we've met. You go talk to Mitch. I'm going to go talk to Tim in his junk store. Junk sounds cooler than Mitch. What does that guy sell anyway? Steaks? I think. I'm going to go to the junk store because I'm looking for junk. Toby Tim's. Robin, you go into Toby Tim's as well? Yep. So by the time you get there, Rigby, uh, you see the two guys heading down towards Toby Tim's. What do you want to do? Rigby, go to Mitch's. Rob, and I cut my fingers trying to get the map. What are you guys doing? We're going to Mitch's. You should meet us there. Okay, I'm going to go to Mitch's. Rigby goes to Mitchell Porthouse Department Store, 
and Robin and Eugene head over to Toby Tim's treasure. So let's take care of uh, Mitchell Boardhouse first. So uh, you walk in and it's clearly like, like I said before, like an old Macy's, but uh, maybe a couple rungs below that. And you see a rather bored sales clerk watching you with a bored expression on his face as you walk in. He kind of gives you a, a nod. Hey, I'm meeting my friends over here. What, those old people? No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I saw your friends. They they ditched you, buddy. I'm sorry. Well, what do you guys do here? Oh, God. What do you mean, except for dying slowly? You're dying? Well, this place is dying. Other than that, we got, like, fucking shirts, fucking pants, fucking belts, fucking... Fucking... You can have sex with all of these things? You're not that bright, are you, kid? Despite your intelligence of 50. I don't I don't have a light bulb. Well, we, that's good, because we don't sell light bulbs here. Anything I can help you with, other than checking uh, down your friends? No, I'm just going to look around, I think, unless unless you know why the, the police tape outside. What, you don't watch the news? Nah, rot your brain. Come here, kid. Come here. Come on over here. I'm, I'm right next to you. I can't come any closer. Hey, kid. Yeah? They found a fucking body in the parking lot. You know, you know this guy, Mitch Ross. Yeah, we know Mitch Ross. What, what do you know about him? Not much. He had a VCR and a computer. Wait a minute, aren't you the investigator? Are you supposed to be asking me questions? No, you're just supposed to tell me what happened. So, what do you know about him that that he was a fucking body? You know, honestly, I feel kind of bad for him because he's kind of like a sad guy. You know, he's he's quiet, kind of kept to himself. Pretty inoffensive dude. I mean, he seemed pretty nice. He you know he kind of come and go with his phone, ask questions sometimes. But but mostly just kept to himself filming. Oh, he was filming stuff? Yeah, you didn't uh, look at his blog? Uh, no. My friends looked at it, though. I followed it. It was kind of interesting. I mean, he didn't have, like, a unique voice or anything like that. But I work at a dead mall, so I like to I like to see, like, uh, what do they call them? Urban explorers. They go into these malls, and they, like, dink around and, and just show you all the freaky crap. Oh, so he was recording in here? Well, everywhere, yeah. This is a dead, dying mall. So, yeah, he, he had, uh, he recorded a bunch of videos. I think he was, he was here just yesterday. It seems crazy. That's right. Yeah, it's only been one day, right? Well, they found him this morning. How did it happen? They say he froze to death. Got drunk. Went out with no clothes. He was naked, too. Ugh. That's cold. I, it was It was cold. Maybe, maybe too cold. You know what I'm saying? You know, yesterday, I could hear him down at the other end of the hallway towards Toby Tim's. Yeah, something went on down there. Like he was fighting somebody? Yeah, but, you know, he was getting hassled by those film freaks. They kind of pushed him around. I think he t- they took his phone. I, I told him he should call the police, but I don't know if he did. What film freaks? Oh, God. Those fucking jerks that hang out in the old theater bunch of weirdos are they there now well i don't know but oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i gotta help these people hey good talking to you kid man good luck finding your friends they're just you know right over there dumbass robin and eugene toby Tim's treasures is like wall-to-wall junk it is right next door to the old theater but toby tim's is probably maybe too brightly lit for all the crap they got in there you can just see like just things that uh walmart sold 15 years ago are just stacked up like there's a lot of like dent and scratch things just everywhere and you can tell like the sort of people who are just hanging out there just searching around and half-heartedly looking at things and tossing them back on the shelf one guy who is manning the cash register dressed in overly loud clothing and multicolored circles all over his white suit looks a little clownish well hi hi boys how are you oh hey hi 
<laughs> I'm glad I chose this store. Are you here to spend your allowance? Oh, baby, you got a check from grandma for Christmas? I don't have a grandma. Oh, sure. Everybody's got a grandma. She's been dead for 40 years. But you got one. So are you Toby Tim? I am Toby Tim, yes. Which is your first name, Tim or Toby? Yes. Okay. You can call me Tim Toby, Toby Tim. I don't care. Just look at my treasures. Do you know Jimmy John? Not familiar in this scenario, no. But I am thinking of opening up a sub shop where we sell miniature submarines. Are you at this mall every day? Every day until as soon as it falls apart. Well, so like three days? Yeah, pretty much three days. So do you know what happened in the parking lot? Gosh, yes. Mitch? Oof. That poor guy. I mean, but on the clothes, you know, I, I do sell winter coats just down the way. Pretty cheap, too. Do you have any idea how he froze? I mean, I was out last night. I mean, no, I wasn't. Don't tell my parents I wasn't out. But uh, it was pretty warm, I think, based on just, like, the whatever. Don't tell my parents. You know, that is, that's odd that you mentioned. I guess, I mean, it didn't snow or anything. I, I don't even think it frosts last night. No, it was, like, above freezing. Yeah, I didn't have to put uh, covering over my uh, turnips. And my lettuces. Because they always turn up. My lettuce. You know, my grandma used to say, lettuce turn up and pee. When did your grandma die? Oh, she's still kicking. She sends me 20 bucks every year. So was there any, like, police or whatever around here? I mean, obviously with the thing. Well, yes, the police were here. Mm -hmm. Did they say anything or were they just whatever about it? You know them. I mean, they just, it was kind of cut and dried, according to them. They just found his body. That Mitch Ross, he was a really nice guy and everything. Anything else I can help you with? I want to take a quick look around the store and see if I see any, like, electronics around. You do see electronics. I'm going to see if there's, like, a somewhat decent smartphone. There is no decent smartphone. This is a junk store. Is there at least one that works? Uh, Give me a luck roll. I needed a 30. I rolled a 68. You found an old one that was an old conquer. It powers on briefly, and then it says, out of luck, and then fails, and, like, a little spark comes out. So this is what it's like being Brian on a daily basis. All right, Toby, final question. Oh, yeah. Do you buy as well as sell VCRs? Uh, yes, I do, but probably only my other locations. Just uh, head upstate, a couple towns away. We're about, it's only 50 miles. I'll be happy to look at anything you have to sell, as long as it's legal, of course. I'll see you there, Toby. All right, sounds like a winner, boys. Hi, hi guys. Hey, about time you found us here. Yeah, we gotta go to the theater. Uh, I don't think they're showing any movies. Oh, boys, I, I, would, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't go to the theater if I were you. What do you have against movies, Toby? Uh, no, no, I like movies. You know, those film geeks in there, they're kind of a pain in the ass. Film geeks? That's why I've heard that. One time, this guy, he pulled a knife on one of my managers, made him get down on his knees and swear on the icy flame, whatever that is, that he wouldn't mess with him again. The police got called, but nothing happened. And my manager quit soon after that. Sounds to me like these guys aren't geeks. Bye. And I'm going to need Robin to roll D100, please. I rolled another two. At the mention of the phrase icy flame, you recognize this in your many occult learnings that this is a reference to the great old one Afumza. Ah, bless you. Which was supposedly the entity that brought death and destruction to ancient Hyperborea. 
I'm going to grab Eugene and Rigby and I'm going to kind of like drag them out of the store. Hey, hey guys, um, the icy flame thing, I, I know what that is. And I'm going to pull out my little journal and I'm going to flip through it. Dude, put your little journal away. Look, uh, icy flame, it has to do with, um... This weird old dude called Afum Za. Gesundheit. Isn't Icy Flame a Norwegian metal band? I thought it was that stuff that pain rub that, that dad used to use. Where it got really cold and then it got really hot to relax the pain away. Is your dad Shaq? We don't really know. Sponsor us, Icy Hot. Sponsor us, Shaq. He doesn't say no to anything. <laughs> He'd do it. The Lovecraft Tapes, now sponsored by Shaquille O'Neal. Have you guys ever tried those Lovecraft Tapes? You just rub it on your back a little bit? I think those guys in the theater have uh, some, kind of, some kind of cult. They're geeks. Learn to listen. They're film geeks is what the guy over at the effing store told me. And this guy. Yeah, but the icy flame thing, it, I, I, think, I think they're worshipping something big and evil, and I think they're a cult. It's Dungeons and Dragons that they worship. They're dorks. We have to go do our investigation. You know we have to. It's the law. Yeah, but those guys those guys could be serious trouble. You've got fists. I've got fists. We don't need anything more than fists. Why don't we go home and we could just look at some magazines? Those are my magazines. Stay out of my magazines. I'm going to look around the store and see if there's anything that I can buy for really cheap that might act as a defensive weapon. Give me a luck roll. I needed a 30. I rolled a 65. That's a fail. Either you don't have enough money or you don't find anything that would be worthwhile all right fine we can go in there but i'm i'm not responsible if you two if you two die i'll protect you i won't let's go stealthily okay i start with confidence strutting towards the the uh, theater so the theater used to be a uh, part of one of the old chin family chain of theaters a local chain that went out of business about a decade ago in front of the theater are solid metal gates with imposing padlocks and chains that block the entrance entirely. Uh, I'm going to need you to give me a D100, please. I rolled a 29. Rigby, uh, you're sort of looking at this imposing gate and then the whole thing, but you can see just past the gate and padlocks the dim interior of what the old lobby used to be. You do see like this big, heavy power cable has been pushed through another part of the wall, and then you can see it sort of snaking along the floor and leading into the dimness, uh, presumably towards the theater. With your electrical repair check, you're pretty sure that someone's been stealing power from the grid and running it to the cinema. Guys, look at this. I call them over and show them what I see. You see this electric cord? It's running all the way down in there. So they need a lot of power to run a movie. The movie theater's not open. They're doing something else in there. How are we going to get in there? I mean, uh, there's a uh, there's a padlock. What are we doing? Anybody know how to pick a lock? I can try. Well, let's try. I need a one. I got a 95. It's a lock. I'm going to look through the, the metal gate and see if there's like any any other entrances, like maybe like a side a door on the side for like employees or something that we could maybe get through from some other location. Not from this side of the mall, no. Hey, guys, you think maybe if we go around to outside, we can sneak in one of the theaters because don't they all have them exit doors? Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. We've done that so many times at the good mall. I don't know. It's a bit far-fetched, but I'll try. All right, sounds good. So we're going to go outside and uh, work our way around the back of the theater. So as you uh, go back towards the main branch of the mall hallway, uh, you notice uh, above the skylight, which is now you can see is quite cracked and dirty and, and disrepair. Water stains, you can see a little bit of old water stains dripping down, puddles on the floor. The clouds that are scudding overhead have turned gray and a little bit of snow is starting to fall. 
Oh. It's a Christmas miracle. And there is an entrance at the other side of the mall, so different from where you guys came in. It clearly goes out to where used to be the old theater parking lot and probably the employee parking lot. You make your way around to where you think the rear entrance would be, where the uh, movie theaters would let out. It's a fire exit, essentially. So only the fire can use that door. And outside are security cameras that are moving and scanning the parking lot right outside the door. Guys! What? I didn't think it, there was any security here. I mean, I hadn't seen any Paul Blarts. Hey, Eugene, you still have that slingshot? Yeah. Take out the cameras. Okay. And I'll fail. I need a 50. I got a 72. That's a fail. Your first marble goes wide and you lose one of your ammo. So you have nine now. It bounces off the metal housing that surrounds the camera. It's indestructible. You see the door start to open. I'm going to walk towards the door. As you do so, you see someone come out. He's an older boy, and he is dressed up in uh, what look like uh, brown corduroy pants, a sort of blousey kind of white shirt, uh, long hair, and he looks very weary, and he's holding a rifle. What's up, geek? And his face sort of just changes into a smile. What's up, punks? What's up? What are you guys doing? What do you mean? You guys out here making that noise? Yeah, we're bored. Oh, God, don't I know it. There's nothing to do around here. I know. You doing anything fun? Oh, uh, yeah, we're, you know, we're making a movie. What? I love movies. What kind of movie are you making? Oh, it's a it's a horror movie. We love horror movies. No. Yeah. Those are the best, bro. Yep. Can we be in the movie? I don't know. I don't make those decisions. I mean, I just, you know, help help them shoot. What do you shoot? Eh, squirrel and rabbit mostly. Just kidding. That's the... That's the... <laughs> That's good. You're funny. Are you? You're in the movie too, then. Whatever she needs us to do. You know, you should be the star. Good luck with that, because I'm pretty sure that uh, Alexis, I mean Harriet, she's the star. You should turn on your kin, because you know they're holding you down. Can we at least watch and and see how you guys do it? Shonda, I mean Elizabeth's supposed to be here any minute. Can we wait with you and see if it's okay? Yeah, okay. I guess I'd be all right. Cool. We can help work, too, because we just want to see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, come on in. We're just hanging out right now, having some drinks. Are you guys of age? Yeah. Of course. I'm 28. Oh, totally. Yeah. Me either, but come on. And uh, he ushers you into the theater. Get it? Ushers. (laughs) That's funny. Don't kill us. Despite the mall being in such disrepair, the uh, actual theater looks in pretty good condition. It looks like they've uh, they've probably refurbished the seats. Towards the very rear of the theater is a well-stocked working bar. And there's even like a little makeshift kitchen area where they make some Totina's pizza rolls or something. Why don't each of you give me a D100, please? 92. I rolled a 40. I rolled a 58. This all looks uh, pretty cool, actually, to you guys. This place is, like, legit, man. Yeah, I turn back and give two thumbs up. Yeah, guys. All right, yeah, you guys want anything? Uh, Get some sodas, maybe? Oh, I could totally go for a soda right now. I have a beer. Are your parents here? Oh, no, man, come on. We're we're all all adults here. We don't need parents, right? How'd you guys get here? On our bikes. Ah, all right, yeah. Well, about being green, you know. My name's uh, Jacob, by the way. I'm Rigby. I'm Jeff. I'm Robin. And uh, this over here is my sister, Jillian. Yay! And she looks exactly like him, almost twins, but slightly younger. Oh. And uh, that over there, that's uh, Mac. Mac. And Mac looks like he's like a 16-year-old. And uh, that's uh, that's Sheila over there. She looks a bit older, and she's kind of like looking at you guys and sort of smiling. She looks very friendly. I just remembered I'm 17, 
and I, I've been I've been playing this like I'm like nine. Hey, hey, Eugene, you know who'd be really impressed with this place? Jennifer Stevens. She told me she wants me to take her on a date here. I love that you guys think that it's a real person. You know who my Jennifer Stevens is? Your penis? That girl right over there. Who, Sheila? He hey, Sheila! Girl. Hey, hey, shush, shush! Nothing! Hey, Sheila, I think he likes you. What, what brings you guys here? Our bikes. We're looking to mess things up. What else is there to do in this town? Not much, if you ask me. That's why we're just, uh, you know, we all just like to make movies together. I mean, it's, got, it's like a club. You know, we're our own club. Like an AV club. You know, we were just getting ready to show a couple horror movies, too, if you guys want to stick around and watch. What movies you showing? We're making this one, and we're, we got just like a little bit of footage we have to take care of. But it's, it's called the, uh, the Shapley House. That's what we're working on. That sounds familiar. Did you rip that off? Well, yeah, kind of. It's based on history. You know, it's about the blizzard. There was a big blizzard back in the 1800s. Uh, isn't this mall built on top of the farm that, that, that used to be the Shapley? I thought I, I thought I saw that. That's what Shanda says anyways. I mean, Elizabeth. Hey, Sheila, Rigby likes you. She kind of looks over at it and just sort of winks. I nod my head up. She nods her head down. I nod my head to the side. She goes the other side. So is it Shanda or is it Elizabeth? I'm hearing both. Well, it's Elizabeth. That's what she prefers to be called anyways. So are you guys like a gang? I told you we're a film club. Do you like to walk towards other youth kings slowly snapping at them? Do you guys know anything about that dumb guy that died last night? Yeah, it's too bad. I, I've heard about that guy like going around doing stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I heard he liked to make YouTube videos about, about old malls. and. I don't know all that. That's what they say on the news, though. Aren't you guys a little bit too rebellious to watch the news? No, we got to keep up on, you know, current events, the weather, that sort of thing. Who needs the weather? You can't avoid it. I don't know. They say he froze to death, so... But it was, like, warm last night. It was, like, 78 degrees out. Never met the guy, so who knows what he's into. Tell us what you know! <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch some of that film anyway. Yeah, I guess we can queue up a little bit of it. Yeah, why don't you go on up, uh, Jillian, and uh, put those last couple reels in, and we'll see we'll see what those guys look like. Take your drinks and have a seat, and uh, it'll be up in just a moment. All right, I gotta go get a good seat. I'm gonna go get a bad seat, because that's where the cool kids sit. I'm gonna sit somewhere in between the two. Why don't each of you give me D100, please. 52. I rolled a 17. I rolled a 94. So uh, Rigby uh, gets right up towards the front of the theater. Eugene sits in the very, very back in the hopes that Jillian will come back down and, and sit with him. Robin sits in the middle, and from his vantage point, out of the corner of your eye, there appears to be some papers sort of stuck to one wall, and you can hear the uh, reels being prepared. As the movie starts and the lights dim down, I'm going to kind of like seat by seat, just slowly shifting one over towards the paper on the wall. It appears to be some sort of storyboard, and probably even some sort of shooting schedule. And as you are getting close enough to at least recognize what this is, the film begins to play. And it is some very rough cut footage. Um, there's actually no sound. Some of these kids are all young adults and teenagers. Look like they're working on a farm. There appears to be like some weird scenes of possession. There are these like ghosts that flicker across the screen, antagonizing the characters. And they're sort of made of swirling ice and cold. They really give you the creeps. They look way too realistic to be special effects. And I'm going to need each of you to make a sanity roll. I needed an 80. I rolled a 69. I needed a 50. I got a 32. 
I needed a 60. I got a 12. You you kids have been, like, weaned on horror flicks. So this is probably some next-level CGI crap. But it's, it's still pretty impressive, especially for a local film club. And then the video clip ends, and there's a website that says Diamond Movie Club, www.diamondmovieclub.com, and a, a campaign, a crowdfunding campaign. Support our Kickstarter at blah, blah, blah. Nice. And then the reel ends. I start clapping. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, those those are some nice looking ghosts you got there. Yeah, that looks so real. Jacob says, "Oh, thanks, guys, man. Appreciate that. We need we need some feedback. How'd you guys do that? It looks so real. Yeah, is that like CG or?" Alexis uh, does a lot of the special effects stuff. She's just really that talented. I mean, that's why uh, Shanda. I mean, Elizabeth uh, really likes her. You know, they're they're kind of a thing. Who's Shan Elizabeth? Ah, I bet she's no Jennifer Stevens. When's she getting here? I'm here. And you see this beautiful, thin, glowing woman. Wow. And who might you be? Oh, hey, I'm Eugene. <laughs> I'm Rigby. Uh, I'm, I'm Robin. I'm Elizabeth. Your club is cool. Thank you. I'm the director. This is uh, Harriet. She is my star. Hi, hi. I'm Rigby. Now, what, what brings you boys to our theater? We like movies. <laughs> We got to see that. It was cool. How'd you do the ghosts? They looked so real. They looked really real. That's my secret. It was real. What do you mean? It was real. How? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was, it's some CGI. I'm, I'm pretty good with that. But Alexis helps. I mean, Harriet helps out. Why you got stage names? We like to embody the spirits of the Shapleys. Long live their memory. Oh, your method, okay. Yes, you could say that. Not job. Absolutely. As you're speaking with Alexis and Shanda, you start to notice out of the corner of your eye, like, more people are starting to appear from the dimness. And they're sort of watching you, other teenagers, coming from the shadows. Uh, are these guys part of the club, too? Or are oh, they... they, yes, these are these are my friends and children, yes. Are you children? Well, I like to think I, I'm Elizabeth Shapley, so I'm the mother, of course. Oh, yeah. You guys don't know much about history. You're very young. No, I happen to know a thing or two. I'm going to pull out my journal. This one was what? Uh, built on top of the old Shapley farm, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Same one that had all those people died during that blizzard back in uh, 1880s. Yes, that's that's our movie. All right, you know what? You're real hot, but I'm not going to let that distract you from my goal. We think that Jacob's the real star here. I tend to agree, but he's very humble and doesn't like to be in front of the camera. He much prefers shooting. Do you have anyone yet to play, um, uh, Flint? Oh, you're not doing that part. Oh, well, yes, Flint. I do have someone in mind, but we're, we're sort of doing a rewrite on that portion. You're rewriting history? No, of course not. You know, we want to look paint it in a much brighter light. Well, sounds to me like you don't think you could pull it off. Oh, I think we can. You know that artistic artists aren't supposed to change the world. They're supposed to put what they see and what happened. True, true, but all films have a point of view, and this one will have mine. As a film buff like yourself, I'm sure you can agree that all of the rewrites in Hollywood is what's killing the movie industry, and it'd be a shame to see someone as talented as yourself slip into that same hole. I appreciate that, and I have no intention of killing anything. Not yet, anyway. Is there anything else I can do for you boys? Can I be in the movie? Yeah, could we be part of the movie? Ooh, I don't know. I, maybe? Okay, good answer. Guys, that's not a no. You know as well as I do that that just means I'm too nice to say no to you. Well, I'll tell you what. 
Alexis and I, Harriet and I will discuss it. Please enjoy uh, speaking with the other folks and uh, have some drinks on us. And uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. Okay, cool. And they disappear back into the gloom. But now there are probably, say, 11 people milling around. All young teenagers, men and women. Angsty. I'm going to go back to the bar and see if Shelby's still there. Sheila. Sheila? Sheila. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Mac and Sheila are sort of in quiet conversation at the bar. Get in there, buddy. I'm going to find the... Because you said the guy that let us in was the one who was doing like a lot of the cinematography and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Jacob, yeah. I'm going to find him. Yeah, he's right there. Watching, uh, watching your stuff, just wondering what kind of equipment are you running on? I mean, you, you on film still, Super 8? No, you know, no, it's all digital. Yeah, it makes it a little easier for the special effects. Get it just where I like it. You know, it's, that's really cool. I have, I've always been kind of a, a techie kind of person, you know, a little more. But I, these people can have their fun in front of the camera. I'm, I'm like you. I, I like the stuff that happens behind the, behind the scenes a little more, you know? Totally understand. So, so you want to be a cinematographer someday? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's super, super cool stuff, man. You know, you could do anything. Like, I've seen movies on cell phones. The technology has just come leaps and bounds in the last decade. Oh yeah, man! It's it's insane. Some of the stuff they can do with like the CG and the photorealism stuff they have going on now. Like you know, I'm just I'm just imagining a future where they you know they like beam it right into your head and you're a part of the movie and oh, like God, wouldn't that be great? Geeks. You guys doing any shooting today? Or yeah, uh, we're waiting to hear from uh, Elizabeth and see what she thinks. I think the weather's going to cooperate. I saw a little bit of snow falling earlier when I let you guys in. Oh, you guys! Oh, you! Oh, yeah, because it's the winter, and that makes that makes a lot of sense. I heard earlier that there might be a a cold front moving in, so that's that's good news. I mean, for the, you know, for the scenes that we need to shoot, we need snow. I mean, it just doesn't make sense otherwise for the great blizzard of 1888. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, the, my, my two friends here are more interested in being in the front of the camera. You mind if I just kind of hang back with you and watch? Yeah, for now. For, until, you know, Shanda says leave, then, I mean, Elizabeth, when she says leave, then you gotta go. I uh, say, so you know where the, the bathrooms are around here? I... Yeah, yeah, just, uh, just around the corner. All right, cool. And I'm gonna head towards the bathrooms. Roll me a D100. I rolled a nine. Uh, Rigby. Yes. So you see Mac and uh, Sheila in quiet conversation. Trying to listen to their conversation. Sounds like they're talking about character motivation, farming for whatever reason. Hey, guys. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Do you guys know anything about that guy that died? No, we heard about it. What about him? And that's just so weird. Is it? Don't you think it's weird? A naked guy outside froze to death when it wasn't even cold? Hey, just another boomer. Yeah, you got that right. Could I have a Sprite? Give me a second. And Sheila goes around the bar, grabs you a Sprite, cracks it open, looking deep into your eyes, pushes it across, and uh, Mac is just watching you. And they both look at you, waiting for you to drink. I look at her and I lock eyes and take a huge drink. It's a bit flat, but it is, like, unusually cold. I go to pull the can away and it sticks to my lip. That's cold. And they both smile. Thanks for the Sprite! Eugene, what are you up to? I guess I'll go talk to some of the children that we haven't met yet. And there's a gathering of them, let's say about four or five. And they look up as you approach. Hi. Hey, kids. What's up? And I'll I'll pull out a chair and, like, sit on it backwards. Let's rap. Shakespeare wasn't just a poet. He was a rapper, if you ask me. Well, we didn't ask you, so... Okay. Well, let me ask you something. Go ahead, shoot. Are you ready? Go ahead, shoot. Go on. Ask away. Fire away. Shoot. 
Did you guys kill that dude? I'm sorry? That dude who died. You guys know anything about that? No. God, why Why would we... Why? Oh, I was just trying to get a Freudian slip. I'm just joking around. You guys know anything about it, though? No. You sure? Huh? Here's a question. Yeah? What's an icy flame? And you see their smiles sort of dissolve, and wordlessly, they turn around and walk away from you and disappear into the dimness. I hit a nerve. Robin, so you're walking towards the bathroom, and you, you're going by the, what essentially was the refreshment counter, and you see a box that has a bunch of camera equipment. Take a quick look, make sure nobody can see me. I'm hidden a bit, and I'm going to jump the counter so I can get a closer look at their equipment. So yeah, it looks like a mix of some Super 8 tapes, as well as some more digital cameras. Looks like they have some uh, Canon DSLRs that they've been using to do some shooting. And then oddly, there's a cell phone. Pull out the cell phone and see if it's on or off. So you hold down the power button, and there's just like a pause. You can hear Eugene and Rigby talking to other folks just like 30 feet away on the other side of the wall. And you can hear somebody starting to come down the stairs from the projection booth. And you can hear some low conversation about 40 feet away just around the corner where it was probably the manager's office just past the refreshment counter. And the cell phone pops on. The screen is very bright, illuminating you in the dimness. And you can see a picture of who you believe is probably Mitch Ross. And just like really quickly, like hold it right up against my shirt to kind of try and make it as dark as possible. Hide it. And then I'm going to like right up against the counter in the back corner to try and avoid whoever is coming down the stairs. All right. And as you do so, you see this group of like four or five young people quickly move past you. They don't even notice you in the dimness. And it looks like they're going towards that manager's office. Once I'm sure that they're they're past, I'm going to pull the phone out again and see if there are any other pictures or videos on it from, from Mitch. Well, true to form, he did not password protect this. Inside, you see, yeah, there are many more pictures of what appear to be Ross and Happier Times. Pictures of Diamond Arcade. And you do find a video that shows Ross having some sort of violent confrontation with people you have seen here in this movie club, you realize now you probably have enough evidence to involve the police. Yes. Slide the phone into my pocket, look around and, you know, step out from behind that and make sure nobody sees me coming out. Is the manager's office still, like, in the direction of the bathrooms, or have I passed them at this point? Uh, the bathrooms are actually down a slightly smaller hallway, which goes by the refreshment center, but in sort of at a right angle. Tiptoe closer to where I saw that group of kids going. That is the manager's office. Yeah, I want to see if I can get close enough to hear what they're talking about in okay. there. Okay, so we'll say that you get within a couple steps and you hear someone behind you go, where do you think you're going? And you whirl around and see Jillian, the projectionist. Jacob told me the bathrooms were back here. I gotta go. Uh, you're going in the wrong direction. It's over this way. You know, you should have some more lights on in here. It's hard to navigate. Uh-huh. Where is Jacob, by the way? Ah, uh, last I saw, he was out in the general area. We were, we were talking shop, you know, talking about equipment and editing software. And it was good stuff. You know, he's he knows what he's talking about. 
Why don't you go ahead and give me a D100, please? And you're decapitated. I rolled a 56. Jillian looks at you, clearly some suspicion in her face, and she says, All right, we'll see you after the you're, you're done in the bathroom. Just meet us back out in the theater. All right. She go, like, all the way out and back, like she's not even in the hallway anymore? Yep, she's not in the hallway. She's heading back towards the bar. I still want to try and hear what they're saying in that room. As you move towards that room, they all come out of the room. Elizabeth, Harriet... And the four or five kids all come out with stern looks on their faces. Legs together. Hey, have you guys seen the bathrooms? I'm really lost right now. Elizabeth says, maybe you can hold it for a bit. Why don't you come into my office? I mean, I, I, I really don't want... Like, these are my nice pants. I wear these to church. Four or five people are starting to fan out in a semicircle, as you recognize, probably going to cut your departure short. Lean back and really loudly down the hallway go, caca! And uh, you guys both hear a caca! We know that from our pre-established communication from all the other cases that we have done. Exactly. I look across at Junior. We make eye contact. And I yell, it's on! I go towards the caca sound. I'll go too, I guess, since he went through all that trouble of explaining how I know. Jillian meets you halfway in the doorway. And she's looking very concerned. And she meets Jacob's eye. And he shoulders his rifle. And Elizabeth moves in close to Robin and says, Tell me what you know, little man. It's going to get cold out before it gets any warmer. Baby, it's cold outside. I sit there, I really can't stay, and then point to her. No? Nothing? Okay. And she grabs you by the front of your shirt, pulls you in close. Enough with the fast talk, little man, or you're going to meet one of my friends. Oh, you mean, um, reach behind me and pull up my journal. Afumza, I believe is the name, right? And as soon as you say that, she lets you go and pulls out a 9mm from her waistband. As does Alexa and one of the other people behind you. Cool. I'm going to flip a couple of pages on my journal and I'm going to cast Create Mists of Ryla, which creates an instantaneous smoke screen around me. Poof, you disappear in a cloud of mists. So uh, Rigby and Eugene, you hear this weird poof coming from the lobby and Jacob runs to the lobby, pushing past you with his rifle. And Jillian turns around and follows her brother, leaving you two there with just a couple other stragglers. And suddenly, Robin appears magically right next to you. Oh, the hell did you do that? No time to explain. We gotta go, 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 go. And I'm gonna grab them and start running for the door. Go, go, gadget skis. You race towards the exit. And as you do, you start to hear this wailing shriek coming from what sounds like the projection room up above. And it just gets louder and louder. Didn't quite catch that. Can you do it again? (laughs) Rock and roll! There's a kiss concert in the projection booth. And you feel this blast of coldness. From the rear of the theater chasing you. Faster! Faster! I start running as fast as I can. I'm going to need everybody. This is a straight up uh, sanity roll. I needed an 80. I rolled a 51. That's a success. I needed a 50. I got a 75. That's a failure. I need a 68. I rolled a 37. Eugene failed. Go ahead and roll me a D3, please. 
So you'll lose one sanity, but it does make you trip up a little bit, and the other two have to drag you the few remaining feet to the fire exit. You do get a glimpse of this thing at the rear of the theater, and it's this creature who that sort of looks humanoid, sort of female, but uh, is made completely of ice and snow swirling, and the eyes are flashing black as if it's soulless. And it immediately starts rushing out down the theater towards you. The three of you tumble out of the fire exit and see Toby Tim in his minivan, which is also has all the circles. It's white, but it has all these multicolored circles over it. Boys, get in! Okay, you got candy? As I jump in. No candy, but no time like the present to get the hell out of here. There's a storm coming in. I'll take that lollipop now. And true enough, you can see a massive bank of clouds, dark as anything you've ever seen, rolling suddenly in over the mall. It appears that there is probably another blizzard on the way. Where to, boys? 1888, go! We have to go back to the future! Hey, Toby Tim, how close are we to the to the police station? Well, it's just up the way. No, we're here. I drove past it twice already. I've been circling it from for hours. <laughs> Waiting for you to figure it out. Uh, Robin turns in the cell phone. The cult is broken up. And you manage to prevent the cold one from creating the massive blizzard which would have killed 150 people on the east coast that's not that many so you each gain no innocent lives are lost you're broken up before the storm hits each of you roll d8 please and increase your sanity by that much you guys managed to break up the whole thing which confounds the weather reporters because they thought there was another category five storm on the way and it just broke up and dissipated before anything major happened. However, there is a nice blanket of snow, but just a couple inches, no big deal. Everybody from the cult is thrown in jail. You're going to have to visit Sheila in jail. Shelob? Shelob in jail. Coming to HBO this fall. You guys uh, retire back to the clubhouse with another case solved from the Tree P.I.s. And that's it for this episode of Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. This episode was based on the scenario Dead Mall by Adam Gauntlet, which you can find in the Stygian Fox Collection, Aspirations, a companion to fear sharp little needles. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our hashtag recommendals and social media channels, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server, where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. If anybody wants to talk about, you know, movie making and stuff, I'm I'm on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. And if you have no criticisms, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. And if anybody has a good uh, malware service that I can have, you can find me at Brian Podcasts. Until next time, roll for Jessica Stevens. The Lovecraft Tapes Podcast is copyright 2020. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. One of these days. One of these nights. One of these lonely, lonely nights. Welcome to the Karaoke Craft Tapes. That's the Christmas episode. We have to sing everything. Lovecraft Tapes the musical. Huh? Anyone?
Anyone? We can only use Judas Priest lyrics to do the whole show. I can do that. Living after mid... Oh, sorry. It's always after midnight. I'm living after 4.30 for the Denny's specials. Moving over my hammy. <laughs> Damn straight. Why does Matt always play the smart ones? It sounds like he's trying to assert some fake form of dominance over us. If I wanted to assert my dominance, I'd just pee on you. Hey, Google. Bird penis. No, don't say that, because everybody's Google will go off. Edit that out when you edit this. Don't do it. See? male birds don't have penises. Instead, both male and female birds have what's known as a cloaca. What the fuck was that supposed to be about? I am incapable of writing a character that is any different than I was in middle school. Clearly. And I didn't have a smartphone in middle school. Or a phone. I've been waiting there longer than he's been waiting there. I was never with him in the first place. I've been waiting there the whole time. <laughs> I've been dead for 30 years. I'm actually on a date with Jennifer Stevens right now. You son of a bitch, I will kill you. Wait, is this after my date with Jennifer Stevens? <laughs> She told me she would date anybody, but uh, he, she said I'd date anyone but Rigby. I'm not there yet, so I don't hear any of this. <laughs>